Hello and welcome to the game. This is your host, Haley Alton. <laughs> and I'm joined by Jonna Cisneros, who can speak for herself if she wants to. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know if I can. Um, we're going to start off with our, you know, question, question to fall in love. love. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, James. <laughs> Yes. Um, when did you last sing to yourself? Like today, (laughs) like before I came into the office, it was I don't know why I was in this mood, but I was listening to the Pretty Reckless, and I was listening to my favorite song from them is Just Tonight, and it's such a sad song, but it's so good. And I was like, like singing my heart out to the song that doesn't apply to me anymore, like at all. But for some reason, I was feeling it. Wait, what is the what is the song about? It's literally about her, um, like kind of being like in a situationship, um, but being chronically single and how she like leaves everybody. And so it's like, just tonight, I will stay and we'll throw it all away. And when the light hits your eyes, uh, you're, it's telling me that I'm right. And if I, I am through, it's all because of you, but just tonight. Um, so it's about her being like, you know what? I am going to leave this person, but just tonight I'm going to stay. Um, there's some drug references and drinking references. It's a banger of a song. Like, I will listen to it all the way home tonight after work, but that was today. <laughs> what about to someone else? To somebody else. Um, I know I did within the past, like, week or something. Because I think Cody and I were in the car, and I, like sang along with something oh are we using his name now oh shit <laughs> <laughs> if he's your boyfriend i feel like we can say it can we say his name he might not want that okay i don't know maybe i'll like text him okay <laughs> 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 but i guess there are like a million and one cody's on the planet so yeah who's gonna know who's gonna, who's gonna know one of our 30 listeners yeah. out there I looked at our analytics today, and I just want to say thank you. <laughs> now we know. Yeah. Tell your friends. What episode of ours did the best? The first one. Really? Yeah. And then it was kind of a slow decline from there. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta do something. We gotta make that Instagram account. Yeah. <laughs> Prob- probably. Probably. <laughs> um, what about you? So I recently bought a car, and I feel like every time I drive anywhere, I sing to myself. Always. If, if that counts. Yeah. Um, also, yesterday, um, Tuesday, mm-hmm. Mitski put out a new song <laughs> um, after like a three or two year break. Um, so Mitski's back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm back to... I don't know. I was listening to it like driving to campus today with like my windows down. Like on O Street, just like screaming along. Um, if you don't know who Mitski is, listen to Mitski. Um, and then probably the last time I sang to someone else was, um, this is actually really embarrassing, but Mark hates the front bottoms. And they came up on um, like Spotify after like a playlist or something. Um, and 
it was like twin size mattress and i know every single word from being like an emo little 14 year old so i just like <laughs> i had my like car door was locked i was like flying down the highway and i was just screaming twin size mattress at him so i don't know if that counts but that counts yeah that counts <laughs> that that counts but yeah 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 um, so today we're going to have kind of a, uh, a wild episode, we think. We didn't plan anything. We didn't plan, but we have a good idea. So just <laughs> stick with us. Um, so Jonna has recently gotten into a new relationship, as you might know. And uh, we're going to kind of dig into that. And I'm going to give her relationship advice because I've just celebrated my one year anniversary <laughs> and I am the She's relationship advice queen. Thank you. And I think that um, this could be helpful for anyone because we're probably going to touch on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So look into a lot of different areas and try mm-hmm. to come up with solutions for problems. Hell yeah. <laughs> we love to see it. <laughs> um, what do you want to know? I don't know. I feel like a couple weeks ago you were talking about how you feel like you don't know how to be in a relationship. And I feel like we should dig into that a little bit. Okay. So, like, it's, like, coming very easy to me um, now just because it's, like, it's so, like, stable, I suppose. Like, it's really comfy. um, And it's just, it's really, like, I... Like, I love going over to his apartment and just, like, being a domestic woman, which is just really weird to me because it's, like, okay, like, I've always had a little bit of, like, a kept woman in me. You know, I've always, I I like cooking dinner. (laughs) I own an apron. Like, I I know how to bake. I decorate for Christmas and I make Thanksgiving meals. Like, I have that in me. I always did, but it never, like, popped out. Um, and it's like popping out like a lot and I'm just kind of like, I'll just have moments in the middle of like cooking dinner or something. Cause I'm over at his place like three nights a week at least spend the night every single time. Mm. And like yesterday, I like, he like had a rough day and I like grabbed dinner fixings and I made like roasted chicken and asparagus and potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) See what's happening to me. (laughs) Um, and I like made us dinner like, and he was like, that was such a good home cooked meal. I'm like, (laughs) like, who is this? Who am I? We brushed our teeth together. Oh, that's my literal. When I get to that level, I'm like, okay, put a ring on it. (laughs) (laughs) No. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, it's just so it's because like a couple like a month ago i was like fuck men who cares about them like break hearts like do the play the game play the game like a man that's literally how this podcast came to be that's literally how this podcast came to be because i just wanted to pop off on how to manipulate men and i was like maybe i can help you tone it down a little bit (laughs) (laughs) thanks (laughs) and then out of nowhere I get, you know, put into a relationship and now I'm like, we like ha- had like a little uh, like birthday 70s party last weekend or whatever. We came to his place. I have to stop myself from saying we came home because that's horrifying. <laughs> 
we came back to his place after the party i didn't have like my overnight bag because i'm also lugging my shit everywhere like all the time <laughs> i don't know if you've heard me but my backpack is literally filled with all of my medication that i have to take so it's literally i just like jingle around <laughs> my medication's in my backpack my right now and my pencil yep. bag yeah <laughs> my makeup my skincare routine um and so we i but i didn't pack it because i was super frantic that day and so we get back to his place we're hungry and i don't have like clothes to change into and he's like throughout the whole night i didn't have to like really do anything because normally i have to be the stand-in mom friend because i'm not a mom friend i'm not i am the crazy aunt friend I'm the friend that, like, you call when you have a crisis. You need to bury a body. I'm the one people call. You need to pass a drug test. I'm the one you call. <laughs> you, you got knocked up and you need someone to drive you to the abortion clinic. That's me. I'm not a mom friend. But if there's no mom friend present. You got to step in. I got to step <laughs> in. But I'm, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> what? When you have. Oh, takes custody. Oh, yeah. Basically. <laughs> Um, and so I have to do that when I'm like out drinking with my friends. Um, uh, but I'm not, I'm not good at it. And so I was like pretty like tipsy, pretty, you know, white girl wasted. Um, and I like was like, I feel like the really arts this way. Like that's where I was. And he was just stumbling like, down the street. I wasn't stumbling. I wasn't stumbling. She, she didn't stumble, <laughs> but like he just kind of, we like lost one of my friends and I was like, I was like, I'll just like text her. And then he was like, oh my God, Jonna, no. He like went back into JJ's, found my friend, brought her out, led us all to the rail yard. I ordered the Uber. He talked to the Uber the whole time about football. And so I didn't have to talk to the Uber because normally I have to do that. Um, Drove me and my friend home. We got back to his place. He was like, okay, I'm going to go get us some food. You can just like help yourself to whatever like t-shirts, sweatshirts, like pajama pants are like in there. So I just, he, he left to go get us food and I just, you know, like I grabbed a sweatshirt and I grabbed some pajama pants and then I sat on the couch and I was like, how did I get here? <laughs> I'm like, I'm sitting at like someone else's place in their clothes waiting for a man to come bring back food for us. Like, uh. Like, it's not like he was hunting a buffalo or anything, but <laughs> I was like, when did I just fall into domestication? Someone to take care of you. Someone to protect you. <laughs> Don't make that face at me. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I feel like I agree. I feel like before this relationship, like gender roles, like weren't really a thing to me, you know, like it didn't really make sense as to why. To like how it was so like societal expectations for like women to cook and men to work and then now I'm like, oh <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh now I get it. <laughs> it's but like is there anything wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with it. Like I'm very happy. Like I know that the last time we kinda like talked about it like in depth, I was kinda like, blah, I don't know. And now I'm like, no, I know. Like, we're good. Like, I really enjoy this. And I'm, like, very happy. And even my, like, best friend is like, I've never seen you this calm. Like. 
sorry that was probably not a good thing to do <laughs> right <laughs> in the microphone <laughs> snaps for jana um so like that's always you know wonderful um but it's just like i'll just i'll just have moments where i'm like what how did i get here and i feel like it was just such a stark change because it's like we met went on a date um the date lasted eight hours and then we kept on going on dates for like two weeks and then he was like girlfriend I was like, boyfriend. And that was that. And now I'm at his at his apartment literally all the time. Do you have your own toothbrush there? Um, he has offered he has an extra toothbrush um that I could use if I needed to. Um, but I'm stubborn and so I bring my toothbrush. Cause I got a fancy schmancy toothbrush. <laughs> um I showed him what a skincare routine is. I'm bringing Dude, him a hair mask. When you get men to start washing their face and using sunscreen, it's like, <laughs> I am your mother. <laughs> it's not even, he has face wash. I feel like he just didn't know about moisturizer. Yeah. I'm like, you know, you can, uh, there's face lotion. They're like, why, why is my skin cracked and flaking off? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know. Gee. Why do I have wrinkles at 20 years old? Mm, it's like, I don't mm, know. Gee. <laughs> he does that shit all the time. He so thinks funny. he's old. How um, old is he? He's going to be 25 in February. So that's not old at all. And I'm like, dude, you're literally... Like, I give you advice most of the time. Like... I feel like after, I feel like there's really no difference between, like, 21 and, like, 27. Like, I hang out with my sister, who's 27, all the time, and I'm like, we are one and the same. I will say, I think there is a little bit of a difference between, like, 21 and 24. Like, when I hang out with my cousin, who's 24, I think she's 24. Aaron, I I love you, Aaron. (laughs) I just don't. I did Remember say my sister's age. age wrong, but I was just going <laughs> to run with it. <laughs> but she's like 23, 24. Um, but she is like, uh, she also works at like a hospital and has like adult money. And like, there is a very big difference, especially. I feel like the only difference though is that adult money. The adult money. And I think there is a maturity difference because like I was dating a 21 year old before I was dating Cody. We're just going to keep saying his name and hopefully he's okay with it. If he's not, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what he, I, I don't know what he wants. I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know how to edit that out. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, there is like a stark maturity difference. Um, so there is a difference, but it's not because he's old. It's just because his prefrontal cortex is, like, a little bit more developed than, like, the average 21-year-old dude, bro. But, I mean, female to male. Oh, no. Not that much different. I don't think so. I, there are some pretty immature, like, 21-year-old women out there, though. I haven't met them. Yeah, because you, you keep good company. <laughs> like... Because I'm also, like, I'm a little bit scared that, like, I'm like, this is really great right now. Like, this is really great. But I know what a honeymoon stage is. And I'm like, 
when's the moment gonna hit that it's not the honeymoon stage like what was that for you and mark i honestly i used to be worried about that too and i feel like it never ended <laughs> <laughs> like i feel like we've grown and we've changed a lot but like we still are like i don't know like it just it still feels like so exciting and like so like comforting and like I don't know. And I feel like that's because I have like such like a future oriented brain that it's like there's still like so much to look forward to all the time and like so many changes that we're going to go through together and like Do you guys want to go to Vallas with us in a couple of weekends? Yes. <laughs> Please. Literally, all I want to do is go to Valor. I really, I staunchly hate double dates. So it's what? <laughs> like, I really hate double dates because I think it's so weird to like what you're just gonna like try to compete between which couple is couplier enough. Like, oh, that's not how I ever think of them. But like, what is the point of double dates? I, I think it's just fun. Because, okay, you know when you hang out with your friends and, like, your partner and you're like, oh, am I obnoxious right now? I, I bring my partner to everything. Like, I feel like I have some of those moments where I'm like, oh, uh, like, is it a girl's night or, like, can Mark come? <laughs> like, um, but then, like, double dates, it's like, oh, like, we're all just hanging out as friends and, like, I can hang out with my partner. They can hang out with their partner. Like, we can be cutesy, lovey-dovey and they won't be like, ew, what are you doing? Like, I don't know. See, maybe I've just never, like, experienced that because, like, I really like hanging out with a partner in a group of, like, different people. Like, some single friends, some couple friends, like, just all together. And, like, as somebody who was very chronically single for, like, a while, um, like, I never, like, shamed my friends who were couples who were like hanging out with us i was like oh like good for you guys yeah you know? i mean i don't think i've ever been like shamed for it but it's always just been kind of this like unspoken discomfort where i'm like it like is it weird that i'm hanging out with my boyfriend like <laughs> i don't know maybe it's sense. you <laughs> it is just me but it's like i don't have to deal with that when i'm on a double date because they're hanging out with their boyfriend too and i, mean, I feel no. like all of my friends are just so goddamn single <laughs> that i just don't ever just, have the opportunity to be like oh like let's go on a double date like <laughs> like i literally don't have another friend in a relationship right now except me yeah so i said another friend yeah yeah <laughs> like <laughs> i think that the only reason double dates are like fun is when like two of the people are like good friends specifically the like in like heterosexual relationships when the girls are like friends and then they try to like force their boyfriends into being friends like i think that's, that's what funny I do. like th <laughs> they kind of look like each other i don't see it no but, but like not in the face but it's like they have the same like kind of tan scruffy like poofy hair <laughs> like it's the same color too like oh what if they're like related oh my god maybe they can start a band together <laughs> us just planning everything for them maybe they can be best friends okay maybe I they will can be besties <laughs> i will say mark had one friend who was in a relationship when Mark and I first started dating mm -hmm. and we went on one double date and I just like 
did not vibe with the girl and like it was nothing to the girl like i just really think that we were just like not very compatible people like we didn't really have anything in common like that's why the we're girls both, have like, to be friends yeah we're both very quiet and i feel like guys can like literally bond over anything they, like yeah they're football. like you drink beer yeah yeah i drink <laughs> beer oh let's drink beer together yeah. <laughs> and then they're like instantly best friends yeah um but yeah, I feel like that doesn't really happen with girls. Like, no, I feel like double dates only work when the girls are friends. Yeah. And then the dudes just get to kind of, they're like, they're the arm candy. It's really just a girl's night with bodyguards. Without the discomfort of maybe I'm making my friends uncomfortable. But I don't really think that my boyfriend makes anyone uncomfortable because I feel like he really is just one of the girls. I've really decided that. I make, but I don't know if this is a good joke to make. He made the joke first. Um, but so like Cody's wonderful, like very, like he can be very empathetic and like comfortable in his femininity, especially like with his art. Um, like he paints his nails. Um, and then he can also be like very masculine, like building things, killing bugs. My like car died the other day at a gas station at like 11 PM. And I was like, Cody, my grenade. <laughs> he like jumped it for me. Um, which perk? Odeman, S O L. You could have called me. Oh, thank you. I'll remember that in the future. I have a car now, so. So yeah. Do you have jumper cables? No. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could have got some and came to you. Well, thank you. I appreciate you. <laughs> um, but so, like, he made a joke and he like simped so fast. Like, I saw it when he threw a game of pool. I'm a terrible pool player. But I just pretend I'm good to get guys. And guys will assume you're good at pool if you literally say, hey, you want to go shoot pool at the bodega? And then they think you're fuck- you're a hustler. I'm not. I'm bad at it. <laughs> but he threw it to be nice to me. Um, and so we were talking on our way up to Omaha. And he was like, honestly, I'm, I'm like, I feel like I'm just a lesbian. Like, And I'm like, yeah, that's why you don't make anybody uncomfortable. Like, that's just... Yeah. That's, okay, I've said that about Mark. I feel like he's a very feminine man, but like he's very masculine. Like I think that's what non-toxic masculinity yeah. is. Yes. <laughs> Go off, Cody and Mark. <laughs> Be good friends. Yeah. Be besties. This episode is really just about how we want our boyfriends to be friends. <laughs> I feel like there's like a song title that we can like play on when we for start the title. our band with Cody and Mike. No, I'm not. <laughs> You've been wanting to start a band literally since for so long. I came to college. When I was like, like Graham, I, do I don't know if you mentioned it when like Graham was here, but like when we would hang out off oh, the record, I, I kind of miss Graham too. I hope, he's doing great. I saw a Snapchat story today. Him and Avery are just. Where are they? Omaha. I'm going to go to Omaha and visit Graham. They're out there. They're, they celebrated their six months. They're oh. doing great. Oh. Made like a dinner, a candlelit dinner together. Very sweet. Um, I hope you're listening. <laughs> hey, Pop Graham. Off. Hey, Avery. Um, we love you. Let's go on a double date. <laughs> let's go on a triple date. <laughs> no, so like when we would hang out, like not for the podcast, just hang out the three of us, you would be like, so are we going to start a band? That's because there was just so much tension in the room. I didn't know what I was hey. say. We're past that though. <laughs> <laughs> we don't gotta. We don't gotta bring it up. Even Mark was there. We were just in like Graham's room, and you Mark were like, "Always come so late." And I was like, <laughs> Mark. <laughs> 
Mark, they're singing to each other. Where are you? <laughs> when did that happen? That did not happen. That did not happen. I don't know. That did not happen. <laughs> that did not happen. You did sing to it. I, that did not happen. That didn't happen. It happened in my kitchen. <laughs> um, you just want to start a band and go on double dates. That's all I want. I'm a simple woman. <laughs> you have simple dates. <laughs> Barefoot and pregnant, more like double dates and bandmates. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that was so creative. That you just came up with that on the spot. I did. Girl Papa. <laughs> that was the title of the episode. Okay. I do want to ask, how do you feel like you've changed from past relationships in this relationship? I okay I honestly I don't feel like I've changed I just feel like I've changed my perspective um, oh interesting yes so <laughs> the, like I've talked about the last like relationship relationship I was in was when I was in high school for two years and like I didn't even like that guy very much like at all who really likes their high school nobody i settled 14 and you're like oh my god i'm gonna be alone forever so you just date i mean i was 17 but still same diff um not a vibe but like i'm a very different person and so i was like how does one be in a relationship and then throughout you know dating these terrible guys because like i had daddy issues and was trying to fulfill some kind of like thing in my head like if I could fix a guy who was like not good that would justify me being angry at my dad and so I was dating these terrible dudes and of course I couldn't fix them because they're, they're terrible I, they're terrible it's not your job it's to fix not them. my job to fix a man um but so because of that though my perspective was like what is wrong with me like, I remember just, like, driving home from, like, the gym one time, and I was fine one second, and the next I was, like, crying at a stoplight. Like, what is so intolerable about me that nobody can stick around? And then that sadness became anger, and I was like, I guess I'm just hard to love. Like, I guess I'm hard to care about, you know? And so then I was like, oh, I'm chaotic. Oh, I'm this. Oh, I'm that. And then, um, turns out that wasn't true. <laughs> I was just dating terrible people who did not have the capacity to care about me. I was never difficult to care about. I'm quite easy to care about, actually. You just got to jump her car in the middle of the night. <laughs> you just got to jump. Yeah, pretty much. I'm a simple woman. <laughs> simple woman with simple needs. <laughs> um, and so I think that's really changed my perspective on like how I approach this interaction. Because I'm like, oh, there isn't really anything wrong with me at all. Um, I was just with bad people. Um, and so that's made it so it's like, oh, I do know how to do this. Like, I do know how to care about someone. I know how to listen to somebody. I know how to give advice when they want advice. I know how to give support when they want support. I know how to give a hug and a kiss when they need a hug and a kiss. I know how to cook dinner. I know how to, like, joke around. Um and so it, it's very easy. Um, and so my perspective has shifted and that was just always in me. I just didn't realize it because my perspective was a lot more negative towards myself. Um, and it's also nice when it, like literally everything I do impresses them. Like 
<laughs> <laughs> when you cook. <laughs> when I cook, when I he like reads my columns. Oh, and he's like, we love a well-read man who we reads love a, the Daily Nebraskan. <laughs> we love a literate man. <laughs> um, and he's like, you're such a good writer. Like, blah 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 blah. Like, you impress me. Um, or like, I'm very physically affectionate. Like, I'm really affectionate. It's like probably one of my top love languages. So I'm always just kind of like constantly just some kind of contact um and i'll like come up behind him i'll give him a little hug or like a little kiss and he like mentioned it the other night he was like he's like want to hear how dumb my brain is and i was like i would love to hear how dumb your brain is and he was like i had this thought i was like why does she like kiss me so much and i was like huh it's almost like i like you (laughs) (laughs) um and so i like have always been that way i just wasn't with anybody who wanted that kind who respected me enough to where i felt safe showing that side of me and also they didn't have the capacity to accept that because they were also in a really deep dark place um i think i saw a lot of myself in that deep dark place and that's why i was also so gung-ho and so attached and so just like wow, I'm in love in a week. Um, And that's not the case. I care deeply about this person and like we'll see where it goes, but I'm not putting any expectations on it. I'm not putting any unhealthy dependency things on it. Like it's just very easy and it is very healthy. Um, And so I think that's just what's changed my perspective. I haven't changed. I feel older, I guess. (laughs) Like I'm just calm. And like my my friends uh, that I'm actually going on a road trip with for my birthday, they were like, "You're so just like calm now. You're so you know." And I'm like, "Fuck, I'm not funny anymore." <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that happens, and I don't know why. Like, why? I had a therapy appointment this morning, and she was like, "How like do you feel like your mood has been, or like how like how have you been?" And I was like, "I just feel like very serious all the time." Like I like not in like a bad way, not in like an angry way or like whatever, but it's just like, okay, I need to get this done and like this is how it's gonna be and like just like very like like I don't know why that happened. I used to be like, uh, if it happens, it happens. (laughs) (laughs) And now it happens like maybe we're just getting old like maybe it has nothing to do with our relationships. But I don't know, because there's a stark difference between last month and now for me. That's true. Maybe it's because you're about to turn 22. I don't know about you. <laughs> I'm feeling 22. 22 is feeling old, I think. It's, I I'm not even 22. <laughs> yeah, but shut up. Roasted. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's not that I feel serious because uh, I still make jokes like all the time. I'm the funny one and he'll say it. Um... And I'm still, like, I'll still, like, crack terrible jokes. But, like, I can't bitch about men anymore. And that was, like, my primary content. Like, I was bitching about men to my, like, friend at work the other day. And she was like, Johnny, you're dating a man. I was like, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey. It's still the same Johnny. Take it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still the same. Like, everything's changed. Like, Yeah. 
sometimes I feel like it just does not align with the rest of my core values and beliefs and personality traits to be dating to be in a heterosexual relationship yeah me neither but like I'm happy and I I love him and but like I'm like what uh, what (laughs) I yeah no it just feels like easy you know and I think that's something that like people should like look out for as they get older and as they start like dating is like you shouldn't be anxious all the time butterflies are anxiety anxiety. as john assist would say yes look out for that column (laughs) um you shouldn't be uh like i would have breakdowns like at a two-week mark like i because at two weeks was when somebody always decided that they like weren't in for it um and two weeks also was a really prominent time period uh, with, like, the things that happened with my dad. And so I would have, like, a full breakdown at a two-week mark with, like, a guy. Um, and I was like, it's just me. Like, it's just, it must be, like, some kind of, like, very mild, like, CPTSD in some way. Like, whatever. It wasn't. It was just because these guys, their affection was finite. And I sensed that. So I had to walk on eggshells and, like turn myself in like to fit these like impossible kind of like roles and positions you know in order to like gain some crumb of affection and now I show up in a big old t-shirt and I can take my makeup off and this like guy is still like you're so beautiful (laughs) and that's what everyone deserves it is what everybody deserves but it's like you should like feel comfortable being yourself around somebody you should feel it shouldn't you shouldn't feel a spark immediately there's not a spark immediately we were compatible and it felt like warm and comfortable but it was comfortable it should always feel like a pilot light not something that can burn out quickly um it should be easy to set boundaries if it if it, if you find yourself being like i can't say that to him or i can't talk to, to about that to him i can't ask him where this is going you're not even you're not even in the playing field like you're not going to be in a relationship if that you is literally t- the most annoying thing to me is when like my friends get into new like situations and they're like oh i'm too scared to like talk to him about it and i'm like what do you have to lose like yeah. what what are you scared of like him not wanting to be there then why do you want to keep him around until he is like comfortable enough to say that yeah. to you why would you want to trick like what are you trying to trick him I feel like it's not tricking. I feel like it's like that same anxiety that you were talking yeah. about where it's like, is he going to leave me if I talk about this? Like you mm-hmm. should feel secure enough to talk to the person that you're spending time with about their expectations from you or like where their head is at. Yeah, absolutely. And I just didn't like I always thought it was me. And it wasn't. <laughs> um isn't it crazy though how like how many men are out there that are like that like and those men just grow up to be terrible dads yes like our fathers (laughs) yeah but i was like i don't know if i should speak for her on that but you can (laughs) they grow up to be our fathers and then they grow up and they have kids who go through like the same cycles and men just need to learn to get their shit together go papa (laughs) yes Go to therapy, for Christ's sake. Like, but it's so easy. It's so easy. Talk about the psycho things that go on in your head so that you don't have to project them onto a woman and, like, traumatize them. Yeah. 
and ugh. it's also nice not to be like like constantly i kind of talked a little bit about this in my like last column but it's like because of like just the way that like i look like i have this like red hair and tattoos and like piercings and like all this and like i just kind of live unabashedly i kind of got lumped into this like archetype where like men would feel so comfortable saying the most ridiculous things to me and from like a purely sexual standpoint like the only times that they would be interested in something that I did or something I was interested in was because it was stereotypical of someone like me and I straight up had somebody tell me like oh like girls with daddy issues are the best in bed oh my god like that's like to my face he told me that as john has said that like i think all the blood just left my face like i'm boiling over in anger right now you know and it's or it's like it, the guy that came up to me at the library just like do you like astrology do you like tarot cards like you know i could see the cogs in his like head turning like this is just a this is just some manic pixie dream alt girl with daddy issues that's going to give me great head and like be a great lay and that's it. Like there was no interest in how I actually like astrology or tarot cards or how I am also getting my doctorate in psychology and want to be a therapist and how I'm a writer and a painter. Like I wasn't a person. Off, I was an archetype. And it's nice. Obviously, I'm like sexualized to an extent because it's like we have chemistry, but it's not the only value that I have with this interaction it's like he's interested in astrology because I like it and he's interested in astrology he's interested in the things that I do that are stereotypical of somebody who looks like me and he's also interested in the things that I do that are not stereotypical of somebody who looks like me because he's ultimately just interested in learning about me as a person and I did not realize how seldom I have had that kind of an interaction with a heterosexual man and that was like damaging but also now that you have it like how does it feel it's really nice to be treated like a person <laughs> isn't it crazy it's wild <laughs> it's so easy it is so easy for men like literally just look at like look at women as a person like as a complex autonomous independent individual and then don't make everything turn to sex, I guarantee you that'll not only make her want to have sex with you because like, <laughs> we don't need to go there. We don't need to go there, but like it, 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 it happens, you know? Um, but it will also like make her feel comfortable to be there for you. Like you can get emotional support, but you're not going to, if you don't treat somebody like a person, you know? Yeah. Something that I went through a lot in my relationship that I'm wondering if, like, you have or, like, if you will, is that, like, I realize all these great things about Mark and then I'm, like, mm, actually, he probably just doesn't like me and, like, oh, this do. is all in my head and, like, um, like he's probably just using me for sex. Like, not, like, I have never, like, accused him of that. I've never, like, genuinely thought that. But I will have moments where I'm, like, wow like this is just another straight man like coming here to ruin my life and like i've just gotten too attached like i'm in like he hasn't done anything to yeah. make me think that but it's just like i'm so like conditioned yeah like traumatized by men in my past that i'm like this is too good to be true like yeah but it's not like it's not. 
there are good men out there and i just want to say thank you and if you're not a good man be a good man (laughs) be a good man um i kind of feel the same way in the sense that it's like i know in like intuitively that like this is healthy and good but i do have moments where i'm like what if this is like all in my head like what if this is just the long con like i get I'll have it. They're very fleeting. And as soon as I like think of it, it like falls out. But there will be moments where I'm like, is he just like, what is, what's his game? Like, what's his, like, what is he going to do? And then it's like, he doesn't do anything. (laughs) Like, he's like, oh, how's your day going? Like, how are you? Like, hey, I'm sorry. I wasn't, you know, uh, I was working on like a song. Like, how are you okay? Are you feeling okay? Mm -hmm. Like, Sweetie. Sweetie. <laughs> um, and then I'm like, shit, I, I gotta talk to my therapist about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, okay, just, I gotta release that. <laughs> gotta move past that. Gotta let it go. It's not real. I think it'll be a time thing. But also, like, I could, I could be, like, at the altar with, like, the person I'm gonna marry and be like, so do you, like, like me? do you like me? <laughs> like I'd lean over, you know, like as I'm saying, my, I was like, do, do you like me? But like, do you like me? Just like, 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 like me. Like, do you like, like, like me? <laughs> um, I think that's just how it's always going to be. Yeah. Like, I feel like I can never, well, that's not true. I don't know. That was a really broad statement what I was about to say, but it's just like, it's really hard sometimes to like, especially when I'm like in a low place, like to accept love and to like feel like love is genuine. And like, I know that is like all interpersonal and like all like my own problem. And it's not anything that like the people around me are doing wrong. It's just like, I'll be like depressed and I'll be like, oh my God, there's no way that like he actually likes me. Like, this isn't real like mm-hmm. I uh, and I don't know how to fix that I don't know if you can I was just wondering <laughs> I, I, I don't I, I'll kind of do no me, advice go to therapy no advice go to therapy <laughs> do some shadow work <laughs> true oh my god um what's actually kind of funny is that shadow work thing's true like as soon as I did like the really hard shadow work that I had been avoiding like the plague in a week met this dude like it was all very timing oriented like there were certain like we wouldn't have met if like one hair had been out of place like the way we met it was really kind of weird um so it's it's, do shadow work yeah internal work i did so i was like in a really really dark place like three months before me and mark started dating like it was like pandemic peak like i had one roommate um i would not just get unsober every day and um like didn't go to school didn't have a job like and then i just started like meditating every day and like doing shadow work and like processing my emotions and processing my trauma and then mark like just reappeared back in my life and i was like whoa I don't know. And then it worked. Uh, And then you just celebrated your one year. Yeah. (laughs) It's. Do some meditation. Gnarly. Or like don't. But like do like. Because I don't meditate. It makes me really anxious. 
Um, but like do like internal work, you know, like process the thing that you've refused to process. Mine was inner child work that I had to do specifically like inner like teenage work because it's like I've done all the inner child work. I was like, what the fuck? Like my inner child, she's just she chilling in the back seat. Like she's got her iPad. She's fine. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was it, the, my big problem was I had like completely forgotten and neglected a very traumatized teenage self um, who had to grow up really fast, who was still like in that really deep, dark place, like crying on the bathroom. And that's who I was neglecting. And as soon as I started doing work with like that version of myself, that like past self, that's when everything just cleared up and started to click. And then, you know, boom, not this dude, you know. And if you're out there, all 30 of you, and you're <laughs> not vibing with this kind of talk, um, I'm telling you to just look inward and work on your trauma before. It's so important. Yeah. <laughs> it's so important. Especially if you're, like, repeating patterns and, like, these same kinds of people are coming into your life that just hurt you, like, mm -hmm. in the same way in the same amount of time. Like, I had a three-week mark. That was my thing. It was three weeks. And so, like, I related to your two-week thing. Like, and it would be, like, the same type of guy, same type of thing, same type of, like, oh, I really like this guy. And then it's, like, oh, he's stopped texting me. Yup. <laughs> and then you have a breakdown yeah. it and it's like and then you kind of like start gaslighting yourself in a way because you're like there is no reason on the planet that i should be this messed up because some guy i've only known for three weeks or two weeks isn't interested in me yeah that's indicative of that hurt that you're feeling or even subconsciously seeking out because i was straight up subconsciously seeking out the same person who hurt me in the exact same way um, if you've, if you feel like there's, un you're unjustifiably upset because of something that keeps on happening and there's a stark pattern, that means that there is a trauma that you are refusing to confront. And maybe you've confronted like the big part of the trauma, but there's peripheral trauma associated with that big event that happened. Cause you can process the event, but there's the peripherals of what that meant to you and the the fallout of all of that and if you don't handle that either it will it's it's just like nuclear fallout like it will stay and it will corrode until you clean that shit up you know it's so true and it sucks that it's a cliche but cliches tend to up. be true <laughs> clean that shit up <laughs> um is there anything else going on in your relationship that you want to talk about Not that you want some advice on <laughs> not on record oh okay <laughs> <laughs> no everything's all good i think we really beat the dead horse i'll just never mention him again so that i don't get annoying like i hate when i'm like i, I really try not to bring it up like i really try because i hate those people that are like my boyfriend that then my boyfriend that. <laughs> that is literally me <laughs> But, like, I know Mark. Yeah. So it's, like, it's fine. Because you say, like, oh, like, me and Mark were, like, doing this thing. But, like, I hate when people are specifically, like, me and my boyfriend, like, when it doesn't make sense. So I try not to do that. But then I either get really excited about something that happened or, like, it will really pertain. Like, someone will be, like, what are you, what would you do last night? Like, I can't just be, like, oh, me and my friend, like, made dinner. Like, I'm, like, oh, me and my boyfriend made dinner. Yeah. 
And I feel so stupid. Like, I, ugh. I really try not to bring it up. So I won't talk about it anymore so I don't get obnoxious. I'll make her bring it up. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, one listener who's, yeah. like, really invested. <laughs> who's, like, really, like, no, I need to know. <laughs> um, But, yeah, I think that's all we have for you today. Yeah. So. Thanks for bearing with us with this unstructured episode. <laughs> Uh, stay tuned for next week when we review. What do we decide on? I haven't decided yet. Solid. When we review something, we'll plan something. <laughs> <laughs> we'll structure something out next week with our good friend Evan Donlinger. Um, and so with that, thank you guys for playing the game. 